This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Habitat Podcast, the podcast for wildlife habitat management, hunting strategy, and land stewardship. And now, your host, Jared Van Heeves. Welcome to the Habitat Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Van Heath, and thank you for coming back. We're here to become better habitat managers. Guys, I have a great episode for you this week. We are down at the Ohio Deer Camp earlier in the week, hunting in uh, what we call Camp Tin Can, which is Brian's sea container converted into a camp on our Golden 134 lease down there in Muskingum County. We uh, hadn't had any luck so far, and uh, we wanted to catch up and tell a few deer stories. And, um, you know, it's, it's a pretty cool episode. It's great just sitting around camp, having a few beers, ate some venison, and just really enjoying some company down there. Um, so, great episode here with uh, Jimmy and Chris from our Ohio lease, and uh, I want to apologize for uh, the late launch of this episode. I'm a couple days behind here. It's been a crazy week, guys. I hunted Ohio uh, Tuesday, let's see, Monday night through Thursday morning without, you know, much action, and then I had to be back to work on Friday, and my daughter had an appointment. So I busted from Ohio early and drove straight to my Michigan 15 acres. Straight there, five-hour drive, about. Got in the stand for the afternoon hunt and tagged my second mature buck on the 15 acres this year, Thursday night. So I'm jacked. We've been celebrating. There's been a ton going on. I had to catch up with work on Friday. Um, went out and found the deer Friday, midday, let him lay because of a liver shot. He was laying right there. You'll hear the full story coming up, guys, but he is a stud. 
He is uh, a very cool deer with lots of character. Bladed stuff going on, masks throughout, um, an inside point, a sticker, a, <laughs> a solid Michigan deer, guys. I am so happy and proud and just excited. So it's hopefully a good reason for the late launch of the podcast. Again, I do apologize, um, but it's been uh, it's been fun checking boxes and filling goals um, this past week and, and season so far. So stay tuned. We have more on that hunting story coming up about how you know my habitat plan paid off perfectly an hour before dark on a mature Michigan buck. Now, if you go over to uh, our social media, I'm going to be giving away a pack of Afflictor broadheads this week. Um, feeling good. They do the job. I've tested them. I've used them this season. And, uh, you know, I want somebody else to experience good, solid, fixed-blade broadheads here. They have some expandables, too, up on their website. Um, but I shoot the fixed EXT 155-grain two-blade uh, with two little bleeder blades on there. Tough broadhead. I mean, I've put them through some deer. i put them in the dirt. They're still pretty darn sharp. Even after that, you can sharpen them. Um, they're just solid heads. They have a, a very hard tip on them. You can replace the blades if you want. Whatever you want to do. Um, I just like it. We're going to give away a set on social media this week. So follow us on Instagram or Facebook. You know, these, these broadheads, they're assembled in Texas. The ferals are made in Ohio, and they're awesome. So check them out, Afflictor Broadheads. And then I also want to talk about Exodus Trail Cameras. So part of the reason I busted home early from Ohio um, is because my cameras in Michigan were going crazy. So it's been a good week for, for the 15 acres. There's been multiple buck sightings in daylight. I have a big eight point on uh, with a doe locked down. Um, I got the video from the Exodus render sent to me down in Ohio. So I had the intel to make a move and go back because of my trail cameras. No, I mean, no other reason. Um, I had multiple daylight pictures that render, by the way, on video mode. It texts you a five-second video, volume and everything. It's awesome. I've never done that before. All my other cell cams have been, you know, just a picture here, a picture there, which I thought, you know, save more battery and whatnot. But these renders from Exodus are doing great. Um, we do have a discount if you're a land plan client. So get back to me if you guys are looking for that. And I know that I'm running a couple of these render cell cameras on video mode over scrapes right now, and it is just fun. It is awesome. I had this buck that I shot come through two nights before. Um, just after dark, checked that scrape. I shot the first buck in, and I knew he was around. And then uh, the cameras confirmed it. And then, what do you know, two days later, I was able to seal the deal on him and, and make it happen because of the intel that I had. So, guys, Exodus, great group of guys. Really, really great guys. Uh, we went over there and met them. Their products are solid. They stand behind them with a five-year warranty. So, check them out. Christmas is coming up. The Exodus Render. Yeah, those are the two cameras that I'm running right now, the cellular mode, and um, they are solid. You can get the solar panel attachment kit, so you don't have to change batteries, and uh, just great products. Um, I'm finding the, the more I spend on nice quality products, the less I have to replace them versus, you know, the $100 cameras I used to always buy. So check them out, Exodus Broadheads, and, uh, you know, we thank them and Afflictor for their support. Now, guys, 
We are booking land plans for 2022. I want to make sure if you're interested to reach out. Um, I can I can show you exactly how I planned out my habitat on the 15 acres to, to tag these two mature bucks this year. And that's um, what we do. We help uh, people out with their properties, trying to get them in the right direction for habitat and hunting. So if you're interested, check us out at habitatpodcast.com slash land plans. There's a link below you in the show notes if you're listening to this podcast right now. Or you can just go to our website, and there's a tab on there you can click, too. Um, got some big news with our land plans coming out December 1st. So stick around. We have some cool stuff going on coming up. Um, that's it, guys. I want to thank uh, Packer Max Cult of Packers, Killer Food Plots, Michigan Whitetail Pursuit, The Squirrel at NutPlanter.com, Morse Nursery, and last but not least, Realtree United Country Land Pro, Lake States Realty and Auction. Chad, I hope you tag one in Ohio this week. I know you're down there, buddy. Good luck. And um, let's get right into it. Some deer camp stories down at Camp Tin Can. I bet you we could keep that off all night. It'd probably be warmer in in the morning than what it was yesterday morning. I'm not going to risk it, though. No, no, no. I'm not I like keeping it on. But yeah. to your point, you're probably right. So we're at uh, we're at Deer Camp in Ohio, in the t- Camp Tin Camp. Is that where we're dubbing this place? Yeah, absolutely. Or what, Brian wanted to call it something else off the bat, didn't he? Um, yeah, I think he said... I think he tried to do something else. Golden 134 or something? Yeah, yeah, Golden 134, maybe. And Brian's not here. We're... Uh, we're uh, recording a Deer Camp, Ohio Deer Camp podcast. Got Jimmy and Chris here, and Brian had to go home for his daughter's um, recital. Recital, yes. So, just us. He's gonna, he's gonna miss out. But we're in the sea container, Camp Tin Can, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I may have to have you. Just because I think, I think, not positive, but I think it'll make. Um, and last night and the night before, this this thing was not insulated. And it was, what, 28 degrees last night? Camp Icebox, it was. Holy shit, man. It was, I mean, I was fine. We had a couple beers and we had a sleeping bags and our hoodies and our hats. I think it was four or five degrees warmer in here than it was outside. At most. And that's it. Yeah, it's 28. It. Is that what you guys, when last time you were down, you could only keep it within a couple degrees of the outside town? It was 10 degrees. When it wasn't that cold. It was always 10 degrees warmer in here than outside. But that's that, the max that, you that could that was the get, max, right? You can get out of it. And what are we at now? 72. 72 and it's probably... It was 74 a few minutes ago. 30s out, you think? Yeah. 34... In 74. So we doubled it. Yeah, more than doubled it. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. About 45 minutes worth of work paid off, man. Yeah. A couple of sheets of insulation and two rolls of duct tape. Heck yeah. Chris. Yes. Who are you? Where are you from, brother? I know we got the, the Pittsburgh crew here. I'm the only Michigander in camp. Yeah. Corey's at home shooting deer, I think. Some of this nice to hear somebody. We're down here hunting. We're not shooting nothing. Now. Uh, Chris Manberry, Pittsburgh, PA. I met 
you through Brian at the ATA show in Indianapolis, correct? Yeah, that was a while back. Met you at the bar. Yeah, well, imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. That was a good time. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was um, before the podcast even started. Yes, it was. I was talking about starting it up. So I've known you since the very beginning. Yeah. What do you think that was? 17, 18? I think it was 17. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, we're at the Ram. Ram's Horn? Ram? Huh? What was that bar called? The Ram's Ram's Horn? Yes. In in Indy? Yeah. You're, you're from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh your whole life? All my life. All your life. Born and raised. Yenzer. Right. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Deer hunting pool. The last buck you shot was a freaking stud. Yes, he was. How big was he? 153 and 7 or something. Eight point? Eight point. Oh. I put a 154. Yeah, I call it a 154 too. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's not been a shortage of that's what she said comments at Deer Camp. No. Uh, that deer I had, we had on camera. I had him on camera for two years prior. Oh, you did? Yeah. Same scrape. And I didn't shoot him over that scrape. I was on a good thousand yards away from that scrape. Okay. Yep. Down the valley, up on the on old dairy pasture. And that's, that was also Ohio. So yeah. you're, you guys are, have always had leases or, or well, properties. Well, Brian's property. Yep. And I got jumped on Bob's lease. Yep. With him. And, uh, yeah, so this was probably my sixth year hunting in Ohio. Okay. I one buck to show for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, I've been hunting in Ohio a long time, and I don't know why I keep coming back. It's, it's tough. It is. But I do enjoy I do enjoy it. You don't know what's going to come over the next hill. That's what I think keeps me. Well, you know? two, well two days later, I was hunting with him, obviously, that night when he shot his. Two days later, yeah, it was two days, Bob shot his in the same field. 80 yards? Probably 80, 90 yards. Well, in the video where my deer was standing, yeah, that's where his deer came out and worked his way up the bottom. Yeah. So, his was 168, 160, wow. 168, right? Some 160s. Yeah, that was a nice deer. Yeah. Yeah. Mine actually looked bigger, but he just had more Yes. Yeah. yeah. More school. Yeah, eight points, you lose But still, in the same field, I mean, were those two deer died, it was within 50 yards. No yeah. way. Within three days. Bob have a stand up there now, I imagine. Same spot or close or somebody have a stand up there now. Uh, I mean, he had two, he had two stands on the other side. He had, had a ladder stand. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. That's a, that's a very good farm. Yeah. If, if it wasn't, we've had, had discussions about yeah. yeah. the uh, politics, not politics, and uh, the the worker that works there. Yeah, the ranch. That's the that's, that's a big problem there, Randy. But oh, really, the deer, the deer there. Yeah. You know. Well, and we're not in the best spot here either. No, no. That's 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 why I hunt a lot. Really, you know, every time you go in a stand, there's that possibility you have a 180 inch deer walking past you. You're not kidding. You know, you're not kidding. It's not easy. You know, just like that buck, the, the buck pull that we do, and people are like, oh, well, you hunt in Ohio. I'm like, I have one deer to show for it. If it's as easy as jumping, you know, throwing a 50 pound bag of corn hot, we'd all have 200 <laughs> inches, but right. none of us have them. Right. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, you know, 
the swirling winds and, and everything else. And oh, Jimmy, we heard your voice there. Why don't you tell us, you know, who you are, where you're from, and how you met these hooligans? I live right down the street from Chris and Brian. Uh, I met Chris, yeah, probably when I moved in six, seven years ago. Knew Brian probably a little bit longer from other friends from hunting, and me and Brian went on some hunts. Went to South Dakota on pheasant hunt and shot a couple of buffalo. We actually went to Montana too. Uh, yeah, we did the yeah, same thing. We did some uh, duck, duck and geese hunting up in uh, Montana. But yeah, that's where and that was when Brian's dad was still around, right? Yeah, that's cool. So you had to meet him. Chris, yeah. you obviously met him probably, right? No, I never met his. Oh, yeah. I never met his dad. He obviously speaks very fondly of him, like most of us do, and I never met him either. But Jimmy, yes, cool, you did. Yeah, yeah, we went. I, I'll never forget. Um, we went. It probably wasn't crack about it. Where it, we were in the Midwest, and we sat down and ate breakfast one day, and uh, he just went up. There was like four or five old ladies sitting there. Brian's dad just went up. Didn't just. Anonymously, I want to pay for those ladies' meals, whatever it is. Wow. Here's my credit card, did it, and like he just didn't know did from Adam. Yeah, and he didn't advertise or nothing. He just did it, and wow. And we left. I'm like he's a he's a cool dude. Like that's not a lot of people do that nowadays. You know, just it was pretty cool. But we, no, we had a great time. We those pheasants out there. That's something to see in uh, South Dakota. I've never done it. 350, 400 pheasants lifting out one time, just... Are you kidding? In one flush, just flying out. It's a hard time picking, like, which one to shoot. Like, you, to, like, you start flash shooting them? Like, <laughs> no, you don't, because you, you can't. Like, that's, like, you know, I, I do a lot of sporting plays, and, like, yeah. that's one thing you have to... You can't just go... You have to, like, that, like pick the, your bird. What you... Like what most people like me would probably do is start fucking. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. 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 And you ain't gonna shoot shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to pick a bird. It's I've been duck on long enough to know not to flash you, but I still, yeah. I still but do a big fucking shoot. You see that many? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Doctors, I mean, they're all in like gotcha. into session. You see bird flushing like that all the time. It's crazy to see. It's something to see. I thought I told Brian, I said, Let's, we have to go back and do that again. That was. One trip that we we all had a good time. Nice. And that was the last one. I think his dad was on. Okay. And he he took his daughter Allie too. That was that. I had a blast that trip. Very cool. What year was that? Would you say? You remember? Probably two thousand eight. Two thousand. Okay, so probably about yeah. eight ten years before I met Brian. Yep. Even yes, you've been around for a while. You've been in Pittsburgh yep. your whole life too. Yeah. Yep. I grew up where I'm living now, and then went to college and everything, and then <clears throat> lived in Crafton, PA, for four or five years, and then that's where I built my house by Brian and Chris, so now we're in the same neighborhood. How often do you guys get together in the hood? Are you part of Slushy Fridays, too? <laughs> with these DJs? <laughs> no. <laughs> I usually have to leave. I leave her slushy Friday early because I have to work. Yeah. I leave at like 9 o'clock to go to work at 9.30. So. Yeah. Nice. Well, we're not drinking slushies, but 
Chris, you brought, what's this here, Ohio Red Maple? Yes, it's pretty good. Pot distilled bourbon. Yeah, it's, it's very tasty. I'm a, I'm a bush light drinker, but I, I like it. I brought it for a purpose, but the purpose hasn't been fulfilled. So well, yeah. You kind of opened it, so we're drinking it. <laughs> maybe that'll... Yeah, maybe. Prequel the purpose. Come on, to drink maybe. tomorrow for breakfast. Yeah, maybe we've been doing it wrong the whole the whole time we've been here. So, yeah. Hopefully, that's the plan. So, what have you seen for deer, Chris? We're on we're on the Golden One Thirty Four. It's, it's early November. What's the day? So Thursday. And uh, I came down, and we're all here. We're trying to. It's you, me, Jimmy, and, and Brian, and we're trying to. You know, we have some daily pictures of bucks, but we've been hunting this week so far. What do you, what do you, what have you seen so far? I'm trying to recall if you've seen a lot of immature bucks, lost spikes, four points. I uh, had a what morning was that? Two days ago. Yeah. I was on the hawk stand time, and I had a buck at first light came down. Got my heart pumping. I actually drew back, so I wasn't sure what it was, and I saw it wasn't a shooter. Uh, he came past me. Turned around, went up the hill, came back down, came past me again, looked right up at me, and then he just moseyed on behind me. And I had two other decent bucks, probably like two and a half, three and a half year olds, come up to the left of me, you know, 70 yards away. Never came, never came to me. But that's basically been it. I mean, even last night I had a two doe come in. I had something behind me got got my wind. I don't know what it was. It was on a logging road, but you know, in my head it was a big buck, but we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Wish we had a camera there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cameras though too. But I haven't seen that many. I mean, besides you've probably two, seen the most deer. Besides those two yeah. does at the feeder, right. I haven't seen a doe. It's all just been like young bucks, and you know, I haven't, I haven't seen any riding activity. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that one buck that came in first sight, he was grunting a little bit. That's that. If that's riding activity. Then, but there was nothing else around. It's just interesting. It's November, right? Yes, and, but. And, and like, I, uh, I've hunted Ohio for quite a few years, not, like, a ton each time, you know, a week here, a couple of days here or there, but I think I've seen in the state of Ohio more bucks than does year after year. Yeah. This Which is, is kind of interesting, year. right? Like, yeah. Michigan's not like that. Yeah. yeah. This is the longest I've, at one clip, I've hunted in Ohio. Okay. Right now. Usually you're at, you know. A couple short, of days. Like, yeah. our last, my last lease was... You know, closer an hour and 20 minutes, even Brian's farm was, like, closer than this. You could run up there, hunt the evening, and drive home if you wanted to. You yeah. Know, I did a lot of one-nighters up at Brian's old farm. Yep. You know? But, yeah, I mean, when you're, like, two hours, you, you got to make you got to make the best out of it. You know, stay as long as you can. Yeah. I know. That's like, I almost took off to go home today, and I'm like, you know what? I'm down here. I'm having fun. Cameras are going nuts at home, but we'll get to that. And it's like, <laughs> you don't, like, so we saw some deer tonight at least, you know. Yeah. Started moving. And it, we're just early, I think, based on what my experience, which isn't much in Ohio, that's what I know. You know, it's just, well, this is the second new. week seems to be a little bit better in Ohio than the first week for this, running activity. This terrain is new for me in Ohio. Brian's okay. farm was completely a pancake, all, yeah. all ag. Yeah. Uh, our last lease was a a dairy farm, yeah. or not a dairy farm, a cow farm. They had rolling hills, though. Rolling yeah. hills, rolling but hills. there was crops everywhere around there. Yeah. There's no crops. Oh. There's nothing as far as crops. This is just like hunting yeah. rolling this hills. All, and this is all timber. Yeah. We There's have. no crops near here at all? I haven't zoomed out recently. I, no. No, no. That's so we should put in some, probably some more food. Yeah. yeah. 
I said, this is, uh, yeah, R3, it was, what, 280 something, 289. Yeah, it, two over a half was 289, but up to 311 yeah, to a 96. Yeah. So it's kind of just northern Ohio, which is like southern Michigan, just all crap, and then it just slowly turns into the hills. Yeah. Yep. Appalachia, and just no corn fields anymore, yep. at least for the most, most part, no bean fields. Yeah. Because, like, you know, coming east out of Columbus, you start just, you, there's still some crops and whatnot, but got here and started going south a little bit. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we still got bucks on camera every day, every night, today, two of them in daylight. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy picked the wrong stand this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim, what happened there, bud? Well, what happened there? We'd like to know. Can't, can't blame him. You didn't set an alarm either. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't head off, but I head off this evening and, uh... Yeah, let's hear how you're, well, well, first of all, before the evening hunt, let's hear, what are you seeing this week so far? Because you've been here since Monday as well. So you've, what have you seen? And then I want to hear about tonight's escapade. <laughs> Couple small bucks. That's it. Uh, then this evening, head to the stand. Got in there, everything was good. I heard your truck go all, all the way up. I could hear the exhaust. You could hear it. Yep. Really? Yep. So was, there's no wind. This whole week, there's no wind. There's some at, like, lunchtime. Right. Not in the morning, not at night, and I feel like we sound like a freight train walking through those leaves. But I heard you, yeah, I could do everything. You couldn't hear it that when I left. No, nope, didn't, nope, didn't hear it, nope. Hmm. So, anyways, not to yeah. jump ahead. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sitting in the stand, and all of a sudden, my truck's probably 150, 200 yards away, and I hear a car coming down the road, because the stand's only 80 yards from the road, and uh, the car stops right next to my truck, and uh, just laying on the horn next to my truck. Second. Oh, yeah, it was a long horn hole. It was like, not like, just, I'm pissed, but I'm an a-hole yeah, pissed. Yeah. Like, like, what? And it's on, like, a power line access. Okay. You know, to our, our property's right there. So, all of a sudden, the car comes flying. It's a gray SUV, comes flying Did you on. see it, too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's going to come by. Flew, you know, flew by. Then all of a sudden it turns around and comes back the other way. Oh, boy. And now it stops again at my truck. <laughs> and you know you're, like, you're what happy the? at this point. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I hear it stops, door open. I'm like, okay, so you get my license plate or no, whatever, what do you want to do? Don't keep my car yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was about. Like, place. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. ready for, yeah. yeah. So... Didn't hear that, and all of a sudden, I hear the door shut again. No. Door stayed open, didn't shut. Someone yells, old lady, you're trespassing on private property, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't hear exactly what you said, but basically you're on private property. And the cops are coming. I'm like, okay. So now I'm like, okay. 
What the hell? Now she's yelling, she's honking her horn. Like, what, a, what am I going to do here? So I waited a little bit, and like, I'm not going to wait till dark now. They're probably going to be like waiting for me down there at dark. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so I waited like probably That's 20 nice. minutes. That sucks. Got back down, I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm, I don't want to piss anybody off. Or, you know, it's yeah. not worth it. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. Yeah, you want to scream. I know I'm on private property. I'm yeah. paying to be on private property. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you would just stay there. Like, I mean, yeah. But. And what the tricky part that maybe she got confused was your truck was on the other side of the road from where you right. were accessing, which is correct. I do that on state land all the time on purpose. Yeah, in the road, you know, like you, you can put one car on the road. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And I can only park on one side. Multiple rows, yeah. freaking everything. Yeah, you, you can't even no. pull off the road. No, it's a yeah. I heard the horn. I heard the yelling a couple minutes later. I didn't think it was you or had anything to do with you. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't think you'd do to take it? No. Yeah, just one angry. Old lady. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, man. And I never stepped foot on her property. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. We don't break the laws. We, yeah, you know. That's I got the cops never showed up. So it's part of hunting. I guess so. they're probably like, "What? He's from PA? Eh, yeah, let him go." That's yep. Yeah. Unreal. I'm waiting for the Michigan. I took my wife's car down in my wife's suburban because my Jeep's in the shop. I forgot. Rear-ended at a stoplight, and we got the the black Yukon with the mom life sticker on the back <laughs> with the Michigan plate. I'm waiting to get just something, <laughs> something. It's Ohio Hills. Something's gonna happen. Like I told you, I gotta take my uh, Matthews and my sticker sticker off of my truck. It's just like a beacon. I have nothing hunting on mine. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> a, good, that's, clay shooting one, that's right? a good idea. Yeah, clay shooting, but it's not hunting. No. And there's a sportsman's club right here. Where you shoot clay. Right. No, we're, I mean, no, I could have been walking my dog. So how did she know I'm hunting? Like, she didn't see me. Other than the other there community. was that strange dude that I saw on the way in. He was right on our. He was actually parked on our lease property. I so think he, he was tracking a buck. Yeah, and he called that lady. You know, it's kind probably. of probably. It's kind of probably. strange. Well, one good thing about that here, no one's had anything stolen. No one's caught anybody on. No, it's the only thing we caught on camera we didn't want was a bobcat with a brush hog from the gas line company. Oh, true. That's it. They're allowed to be there. Yep. Yeah. No, it's nice. I mean, Ohio. I, I love hunting down here. I don't know what it is. The hills, the terrain. It's just so much different than where I'm from. It's, it's enjoyable. People are nice. You know. I'm joking, like, I don't wear my U of M shirt around, but people are always nice, you know? Yeah. It's not good. I they don't like us online, though. No, yeah. The from Ohio is like, there's no deer. Get out of here. <laughs> well, um, yeah. I would too. I don't have that problem in Michigan. People aren't coming around <laughs> hunting the public by me. But. Yeah, I would have talked that lady. If, I mean, yeah. Gladly come out and say, hey, look, this is where our property is. Like, yeah. I parking here on the side of the road to go here. I'm not on your property. We're not trespassing. I bet that I bet that dude probably ever has out yeah. or something. He's probably, probably lives he somewhere was, else. Or yep, I guarantee. Probably his kid or, or her kid or something going on. Well, I mean, we're not we're not into him. Yeah, but I saw I had 
let's see, yesterday, no, Monday night, I saw a four-point, and then that buck stood up on top of the hill. I could hear him. It's been so quiet, so quiet. I, you were I, in Dave's thing on Monday. Yeah, uh, whenever that one on the quad trail is. Yeah. I hate, I hate when it's this quiet. It's been this quiet every hunt. And I feel like the deer don't want to move. I feel like I don't want to move. Nobody moves. But I heard that buck stand up right at dark, and I heard him raking a tree. And then I got down, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, and he blew, took off. And then Corey actually had a camera there. We saw the pictures, and it was at a smaller eight point. So at least it wasn't a shooter, but that's the biggest deer that I've been close to. Other than that, we had, I had uh, a doe yesterday evening up in the thicket. My wind was just swirling. We're hunting down these bottoms a little bit. We're not too far down, though. Mm-hmm. But I got dropped milkweed last night, and I saw the same piece of milkweed 15 minutes later come back by me. I really? swear to God. <laughs> I'm going, oh, my goodness, <laughs> I am done. This is just hunts done. I swear to God. No, there's no milkweed around. Right. And sure enough, 15 minutes later, I'm not exaggerating, here it comes floating by. I'm like, no. <laughs> Okay, so maybe we got to hunt higher, I don't know, but tonight I uh, had set Dave's other stand, and uh, I don't know if that's Dave's stand or not, but that's where his camera was, and so uh, those two bucks come through at last light, they checked both scrapes, moved on, off towards you, Chris. Yeah. Um, I heard step up on the hill, get up, you can, you can hear so far right now, and he didn't come down, but he, or he I think it was, a, I, I don't know, I'm just guessing, I think it was a he, just stood there. We take a step every couple of minutes and move them like, I know where you're at. I can hear you. <laughs> and just would not come down. And then you came back by me and we got down to laugh. He probably was just waiting for us to yeah. vacate. But um, if it was a buck, he's sitting uphill of a scrape watching a couple of scrapes on a bench, which makes sense to me. How you kill him? I don't have that figured out yet. Well, that's what I thought I was going to do tonight. Yeah. I wanted to move up the hill a little bit from where... The hawk stand is. Yep. You know. Yep. That was the that was the game plan. So when do you when do you when do you think it's going to pop down here? I mean, you're asking the wrong guy. I, know, but I, but I mean, I, I would say next I'm not even I'm not seeing chasing. I would say so today's the third. I'd say eighth through the twentieth be here. Fifteenth for sure, right in there. That's always when we do our opening day gun season. So I got my dad, and we always do the camaraderie, the camp thing. You know, you guys know what yep. this. I'll hear about your camp here in a minute. Like, that's all we do. And I would sacrifice. I don't even hunt my 15 acres during that. I go really? north on public. I've never hunted my 15 opening day. And uh, I have I have a bunch of bucks running around there right now. So I actually take it off. We're taking it off tomorrow after the morning hunt. I'm going to go back and hopefully get one hunt in on the 15 before I gotta go back to work on Friday. But um, what I've heard, my buddy Pat Cross, he's on his way down right now. They hunt a lot. Been hunting Ohio. Been more successful than me. And they're right around 10th to the 15th, 20th, somewhere in there every year. Yeah. Um, I don't get it, though, because, like, Iowa... When I hunted Iowa, they were right in Island, Michigan. Late October, early November, lockdown, shit's banging. And you come over to Ohio, which is closer to Michigan than Iowa. Yep. And it's, it's two weeks behind, I feel. Hmm. I could be wrong. Everybody who's listening is probably like, no, Jared, you're, you're not from Ohio. You don't I know think you have, like, a day. I don't know. 
Uh-huh. You have like a day here and there that just like Saturday in Pittsburgh, like it was on fire. Yeah. And like two years ago when I shot my buck down there in Carroll County, he was chasing. What like, date was that? October 29th. Oh, it was. Yes, yeah. he early. He so came. Run, he came running up behind me, ran down the field edge, just turned around and stood there. And you saw the video. He's just panting, his mouth open. He just yeah, he stood there for push. seven, eight minutes, just panting, looking left and right. You know. So he was after something. Yeah. You just never know. Well, I obviously know. That's for sure. And you, you um, you know. It's on in most places right now. So just say it's not on here. Yeah, if you get like, on Facebook, it's on. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on. That's what I'm saying. Like, just say it's not on here. It's kind of like, yeah. this makes sense, but we're not seeing it. Yep. How about that, that pie ball buck you showed me earlier? Yeah, that, that's... Uh, Where was that at? That was in, uh, I believe, in Ross Township. Uh, Is that North, PA? PA? Yeah, right, right outside of Pittsburgh. And you said Pittsburgh. something earlier that was, uh, I caught interested. You said you'll shoot a pie ball. Yes. But I'm guessing you, you said you won't shoot an albino? I will not shoot an albino. Why is that? I'm very superstitious. <laughs> Explain. If I'm, dri- if I'm driving a car and I see a black cat, I turn around. Every time I, I drive every, every time I drive over railroad tracks, I lift my feet up. I've almost rear-ended cars twice because <laughs> I, I have to lift my feet up off the pedals and everything until yeah. I get over the railroad tracks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Harry, hey, but hey. a pie is an albino. I've only seen three albinos in my life. I saw two does and one buck. A buck was chasing on the way up to Brian's farm up in Grove City in a in a, in wow. a cornfield one day, and it was beautiful to see. But I, I don't think I could bring, bring myself to shoot one. I know you're actually supposed to. Their genes are not good to be in the pool. Oh, I know that. Yeah, that's what someone said. They're, I never heard that either. But uh, I could be wrong. But they just need to look at. They're know. gorgeous. Yes. There's, there's a there's an albino on the golf course at Kensington Metro Park, and uh, albino doe, and uh, people know it by its name. People yep. like yep. it's like a thing you see from. A, so if I shot that, you're gonna get just you might get people show up in your front door. <laughs> there's some stuff. I'm serious. Like it's illegal in some states. Is it? Yes. I don't know which states there are, but I think there's a couple states it's illegal to, to shoot a, uh, an albino deer. Casey, Casey, I remember from sidelines. Yeah. Yeah, he shot that. Everyone saw it. We have a walking trail. Half mile down from Pittsburgh. I mean, half your deer is sitting here. It's, it's yeah. kind of like. Yeah. And he. Everyone, like saw, every, everyone saw it walking. And, you know, they yeah. Same thing like that deer he shot. Did he get a bunch of crap for it? A little bit, but not. I mean, nothing okay. crazy, but. But it's gone. <laughs> it kept dropping fast, isn't it? What's that? 63. 63? Yeah. You shut the heater off for the I podcast can, and it's already down 10 degrees. I can still, I put, that's why I put my sweater on. Holy cow. I know, I'm feeling cold. Yeah. Too. But it's still warm compared to last night. Oh, it's 30 degrees higher than last <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah. Um, We're going to regulate that. So. Yeah, we'll fire that thing back up once we wrap this. I, I think, uh, I think I'd shoot a pie ball for sure. Albino, I don't know. I think I'd be so mesmerized that I'd be like, <clears throat> then if it's a real nice buck, I'd be like, no matter what, I'd probably be knocking the arrow, and I don't know. I don't know. Well, the buck I saw chasing a doe up in Grove City was big. It was a beautiful oh. deer. I mean, you know, if it was like a 160 albino, I might change my mind. But in my yeah, there's 10 other guys who are going to whack it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a die. yeah. But I'm okay with that, too, in Michigan. We, you, can't, you can't live by the rule of somebody else is going to kill it, so I might as well kill it. You right. can't live by that rule. Yeah. But... 
No, that's, uh, that's interesting. So you have the Rust Island on Facebook. Yeah. That's for sure. It's on everywhere in Ohio, but right here, right now. I mean, I showed you guys the pictures. My 15 acres is fire right now. There's a 10 point yesterday morning at 8.15. I'm off there next week. Let's go. Uh, you want to go up? Let's go. Come on up. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm serious, guys. I'll share. I'll share. And then today, you 3, my 3.30. My dad, he missed he missed three bucks today. I want to I want to hear about I want to hear about your camp. So, what's what's cool about you guys is, is why I think we get along so well with PA and New York guys is because you're just like us in terms of tradition, you know, kind of tough hunting, uh, family, uh, a lot of family stuff. You have a camp in PA or New York? Clarion, Clarion, PA. PA. Yep. Let's hear about your camp and how old it is and some of the history there. And, and tell me about your dad's story today because oh. I heard you all on the phone and I'm like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, man. Tell me you had a hell of a day. My dad's just old school. He, uh, Him and two of his buddies built the camp. Uh, I'm 42 now. I want to say 71, 72. They built that. It, it's a nice A-frame camp. It's... It's comfortable. It's a, it, we have you know a bunch of bunks up top. It's a big loft. Yeah, we have six beds you know, sitting up top, cool. and then downstairs. You have to fill it out. Pull table. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that was like the coolest thing. Like when I was, you know, sixteen, seventeen, going up there, taking dart bikes and taking kids up, and have fun, and awesome. you know, do whatever. But it's a, you know, it was always designed for a hunting camp. But we're in the middle of nowhere. It's a uh, we only own it's like se- almost seven acres what we own. But there's 110 behind us. There's 250 in front of us, and then it's thousands of acres all around us. And we have no neighbors, and and we can't. It's all old uh, strip strip company, and no one can build anything. So and how, how close is the nearest neighbor? About a mile and a half. Mile and a half. Yeah. So we can shoot guns, do whatever, you know, middle of the night, do you know, do whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nobody's gonna. There may be some more stories there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. What happens if like uh, you fall down and break your leg? <laughs> <laughs> we'll call. You see, you have service. You're not totally. Oh yeah. We you're have. not totally out of the network. No, we have. But you're. We have. Cool. Yeah. That's nice, though. It's all good. I can picture it now. A-frame, loft, bunch of boxes. Yeah. Sounds wonderful. Like, we got a pond. We got a little yeah. paddle boat down there. But there's deer come. I mean, you sit at night and we have the whole camp is uh, windows the whole way around. Deer come all night. Bear, every I mean, there's wow. a lot of wildlife just. Coming through, there's there's nothing. If if you're quiet and you're not you know sitting up there shooting guns, yeah, they're coming right in. Very cool. And my dad's up there now that he retired. <coughs> um, he keeps quiet, and you know there's yeah the wildlife just there in the yard every day. How old is your dad? Seventy. Yeah, he just turned seventy. What's his name? Henry. Henry. Good dude. Yes, if you're awesome. ever in the neighborhood, you need to meet him. He, yeah. He's one of a kind. Cool. I well, agree with him. Very awesome well, most of these guys are. Well, know. he was born in Poland. Oh. Yeah, so he was, uh, 
He had to get this. Hit, you know, he earned his citizenship. Oh, like, yeah. He had to actually study and do all that. Wow. Not like what happens nowadays. <laughs> I'm gonna bite my tongue. Don't, don't go down that road right yeah, now. But uh, yeah, him and his family. There was eight brothers and sisters, and wow, his mom lived with us. Even when they came back, he was like 13 when he came from Poland. She never spoke English, so she would just once they came here, she. I'm not. She just spoke Polish the whole time. She refused. Everyone else acclimated. She wouldn't do it. She was stubborn. I, I don't blame she her. was a stubborn yeah. Polak. Yeah. Just, Never heard that yeah. before. Yeah. No, that she. <laughs> and my, she hated my mom. She hated all of the in-laws. She loved all of the kids, and she would never get a house. So all the kids came here. Once they grew up, they all. Ones in California. Ones in. I mean, they were everywhere. California, Florida, Virginia, another one in Florida. They went through all, you know, the United States just never, and she would just basically live. She never had a house, my grandma. She oh, she'd have one to one to one yes. to one? Okay. Why not? We'd all take, you know. So I grew up with my grandma just coming for two months, coming around to live with us, and she was pleasant. Four foot nothing? Mean as shit. Nice, but she loved me because she, she was my grandma. She loved of me. Of course, she was great. She loved you, hated, yeah. hated your mom. Yeah. Oh, you you got to hear some of the stories. Like, we'd have to sneak kids in in a neighborhood just to come over to Jamie and Chris. We'd have to sneak them in the basement because my grandma was watching us. And we're like 10, 12 years old. We'd have to sneak him in just to get him on the house. My girl was like, nope, no, no, come, no, come. No, she, she couldn't speak. Yeah, she could I, don't, say, I don't blame her. Keep all you little rats yeah. outside. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring them to my house. <laughs> yeah. I tell that to my daughter that they bring their friends. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Every now and then come on in. But yeah. go play outside. Go. Yeah. Okay. But, but that's, yeah, my girl was, that, that's what my dad is. He's a stubborn Polak, but he's, my dad's nice. Like, he's, uh, you know, Chris, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I really, I really didn't notice, I didn't really notice that until he helped me process a deer, and it's like I'm, I'm best friends with him now ever since. Great guy. Great well, guy. let's hear about that. Did we talk about the deer processing thing? That was before we hit record, right? Yeah. Oh, I want to hear about first of all his hunt today. Was it today? Because uh, <laughs> you were on the phone with him, and I was, yeah. I was eavesdropping, and I'm like. Is he, he sounds like he had a good day. <laughs> in PA, we're over here trying to, you know, wish upon a buck, and he's over there yeah. zinging stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he said he saw four bucks today. Three it, all shooters. Is, they're all hunt. They're all hunt, or both, or? Both. Because he, okay. missed, he missed two in the morning and one in the evening. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, geez. all within our property. Six yeah. acres. Wow. He never lived on our property. Wow. Yeah. Is he shooting the bow, crossbow? Oh, he's crossbow. Okay. He, he shoots the bow, but he I did that. I have no idea what the heck he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. So you just talked. Uh, you, yeah. You called him or he called you? He called me and said, I don't know what I'm doing. He said he didn't even find the three that he shot at. He didn't even find the bolts. There's no blood, no nothing. Oh. <laughs> so he didn't... <laughs> He didn't find the bolts, didn't find 
blood, didn't find hair, nothing. Clean mess. Yeah. And he, I said, do you go back and crossbow on? He said he went back and shot the target, and it's dead on. So. Okay. He said, just him. He's getting old. And I Is he excited? Yeah. He said, he said, screw this archery and crossbow crap. I just want rifle ones. He loves, my dad said, he loves guns. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he's it's, 70 or 71 years old out there hunting by himself. I, yeah, I, I, if uh, I can do that, I, I have I'd so be, much respect for that. Unreal. He'll live in camp by himself. He, yes. Him and his dog, that's, that's all he needs. I mean, what, what else do you want, you know? His dog. Your kids are grown and have their kids are grown. That's all I want to do. Yeah. So it's on, it's on in PA. It's on. He, they're right there. He's like, I just leave my property. We didn't, he didn't have to go on any, you know, the neighbors probably have permission to hunt on. He said they're right there. Just, they're running. He said, wow. What's weird is we're basically straight west of Pittsburgh. We are right now? I mean... 70, so I mean, you go to yeah, south a little south. bit, yeah, we're a south. little bit, you know, like 30 miles. Oh, the 70 that came east out of Columbus down and go straight to Pittsburgh? Basically, you go to Washington, PA, which yeah. is like third, 25 okay. minutes south of Pittsburgh. When I came in before, I went to Ashtabula with Brian, and we came down the other way, so yeah. I, I never went this way. But I've seen a lot of videos on from friends on Facebook and Tubi on Facebook, and just deer going crazy. Okay. You know, and like I said, on Saturday in Moon Township, which is west of Pittsburgh, just, you know, the woods, young bucks, but, you know, they were they were fired up. So when I came here Sunday night, I'm like, you know, here we go. It should be going. Yeah. It's just not here yet. It's, it's something, something has to click down here. Something. I agree. You know, I, I think we're going to leave and Brian's going to call us and be like, hey, yeah. you should have stayed. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you I'm going to go back and, and hunt Thursday and then... Work on Friday, I guarantee I'll get the text, like, bucked out. Yep. Yeah. David's probably going to shoot one, you know. Are you guys coming back soon? Hey, I'm off till the 15th, so, nice. and then I have the first four days of rifle yep. off. Nice. I'm I will say, rifle. I will say that, like, this lease, this, when he first bought this, Brian, like, I'm like, why'd you buy that? But this, now that this is, like, this is pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's, it's the first year. It's the first year too. That's the problem. Well, the we don't know where they're. We don't know where. Yeah, we don't know where their deer are moving. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. he didn't get much of any. We don't any, know the property feedback from the guys that were from Michigan. But are your friends that were here last year? I know. I met David. Yeah. Um, I don't know the other two guys, and yeah. I haven't even talked to any of them about. Yeah, so he, he didn't get any much feedback from them. Right. But like, as far as just like to be able to walk out the door and go in the woods, like with this. Tin can that we're in. Camp tin can. You know, and the the, the little heater that he found online is just awesome. You know, to shut that thing off and still be warm in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we freaking froze last. Night. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, a hotel would be nice with the shower and a toilet. Yeah, and you know, I've con- done that. Continental breakfast and it's fun. Yeah, and it's cool. But this is also cool. Yes, yeah. that's on what I'm a big fan of deer camp. Yeah, and. Um, that's probably the next time I'm really going to be hunting is probably November 15th, 13th, 14th, 15th, up at the new family, 70 acres we got in northern Michigan. I heard they got snow up that way already. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be... That's one thing that our buddy Dave, you know Dave, yeah. that he... I was hoping he'd be here. So was I. Uh, 
he he has a camp also, and he always talks. He, it's not just the hunting. It's this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you want to build a fire, if you want to hang out and drink, like the last lease was just like you drove down there, you hunted, and you went home. It was all business. Yeah, except for you know rifle season. They got the Airbnb, and we stayed for like two days. You know, it was, it was fun. We had a, had a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, this is this is deer camp. This yeah. is you know. There's nothing fancy. It's, yeah. co- it's cots, and you're in a tin can. You know, and we have beer and bourbon and backstraps back and tenderloins. You know, I mean, wish we're we're for thanks for yeah. bringing those. Yes, thanks for cooking them both, you guys. Right. Very, very good. Very good. Well, I appreciate you boys letting me uh, throw this recorder out the table tonight. It was uh, no a nice little update in November. Already 45 minutes in. Wow. And just, I mean, I guarantee the listeners everywhere else are like, you guys are crazy. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's not. It's Believe not here. It's not here. It's not here, but it's good to be in camp with you boys. And yep. nice meeting you, Jimmy. I haven't met you before. Yep. And it was a good time. This was crazy. last night when it was 30 in here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, we have the beer jackets on and our regular jackets and our hats. And our, I put hand warmer in my long johns and in my hoodie before I passed out. And I think I burned my leg. <laughs> I put one not on my... My wife would be like, what the hell are you doing? There will be none of that tonight. No, we're not. Yeah. We're going to turn this off and fire the heater back on. So, over and out. Thank you so much, listeners, for coming and listening once again to the Habitat Podcast. We really appreciate it. If you could, please do us a favor. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. If you type out something nice, I will send you a free Habitat Podcast decal. If you haven't been to our website, HabitatPodcast.com, we have our Habitat Property Consultation Services on there under the Land Plan tab. Check out our HP land plans there. We also have hats, t-shirts, and decals up at HabitatPodcast.com. Of course, all of our podcast episodes. And then we have a new Habitat Podcast journal where you can learn about deer anatomy and some cool thoughts, um, you know, more of a blog post from us every now and then. We'd really love it if you went over to our Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, found the Habitat Podcast, and please subscribe. That really helps us. And thank you very much to our sponsors. I'd like to thank Exodus Trail Cameras, The Squirrel at NutPlanter.com, Packer Max Cultipackers, Afflictor Broadheads, Killer Food Plots, Michigan Whitetail Pursuit, Realtree United Country Land Pro, Lake States Realty and Auction, and Morse Nursery. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in once again. Get back with us soon. We're going to have another great episode for you as we become better habitat managers. Mm-hmm.